Chapter 2. Bitcoin Remember how the roots of credit cards date back to tally sticks in medieval Europe, and how the origins of paper money reach back to Chinese merchants in the 8th century sick of carrying copper coins in their boats? Well, luckily for us, the roots of Bitcoin only go as far back as 2008, even though, as we saw, the concept of a distributed ledger dates back to 500 BC in the Isle of Yap. The origins of Bitcoin have become the stuff of legend among computer scientists, but there are certain facts, however muddy they may be, that allow us to peep into the inner workings of Bitcoin and its foundations. An anonymous computer scientist named Satoshi Nakamoto is often credited with developing Bitcoin by adopting blockchain technology. There are two irregularities with Satoshi that have contributed to the legendary status of Bitcoin. First, Satoshi Nakamoto may be a pseudonym for another person. According to various sources, audio conferences with Satoshi indicate that he speaks English with an American accent, hence debasing references to his Japanese origins. It has additionally been rumored that in reality a group of computer scientists gathered to develop Bitcoin, and that it is not the brainchild of a single person. In either case, below is everything you would want to know about Bitcoin, including its uses, mining, storage, and safety. As the world's first cryptocurrency, Bitcoin has had some growing pains. While internet accessibility was quite developed in the Western world in 2008, there were and are gaps in the rest of the world, where Bitcoin remains inaccessible to the general public. Unfortunately for Bitcoin, because it is a universal currency in that it's just as valid in Canada as it is in Cameroon, it is contingent upon Canada and Cameroon enjoying access to internet. This may clearly be the case in Canada, but Cameroon may struggle. Here's the tricky thing about Bitcoin. It can be used to hedge against fiat currency, which may inflate or deflate in value significantly. Here's an example. Let's imagine that Joseph in Zimbabwe wants to save his money, but the Zimbabwean dollar is inflating too fast. In fact, Zimbabwe is the country with the highest inflation rate in the world, reaching 79.6% in 2008. Under such conditions, how could Joseph save his money and still have it be worth something in a year? Well, since the Zimbabwean dollar is out of the question, he has two options. Invest in euros, U.S. dollars, Swiss francs, or another stable currency, as long as he can get his hands on them, or invest in Bitcoin. Bitcoin is just as stable as the other currencies, but because it is an online cryptocurrency, Joseph would need access to internet in order to invest in Bitcoin. However, for the sake of argument, let's assume that Joseph does have access to internet, and that he wants to use Bitcoin to not only save his money, but engage in day-to-day -day transactions for his small business. Joseph would first have to create a profile for himself online. Just like everything else that adopts blockchain technology, his information will be encrypted, but that does not necessarily mean that it's anonymous. Just like in physical transactions, where stores and banks know who is shopping at their locale, so does Bitcoin's world know who is engaging in certain transactions. Additionally, because of blockchain technology's distributed ledger, all transactions are stored publicly, distributed ledger, and permanently, timestamp in the block, in the network. This means that if someone really wanted to know what you were buying, they could see balances and transactions in the account. However, the identity of the user behind an address remains unknown until information is revealed during a purchase or in other circumstances. This is one reason why Bitcoin addresses should only be used once. An important aspect of Joseph's decision to use Bitcoin is to choose the specific wallet that he wants. 
In order to learn about the wallets, he would go to https colon forward slash forward slash bitcoin.org slash en slash getting hyphen started and select the choose your wallet tab. From here, Joseph would see a menu of nine different wallets, Armory, Bitcoin Core, Bitcoin Knots, Bither, Electrum, Green Address, ArcBit, BitGo, and MSigna. Think of these wallets simply as a wallet that you would have in your pocket. Similar to the money in your wallet, these wallets all adopt what's called a P2P interface. This is a fancy computer science word for allowing peer-to-peer transactions to take place. If you want to give someone money using your Bitcoin, you can do so without having to go through a bank, which functions as a middleman, charges you and your friend, and delays the transaction. Since each of these wallets are slightly different, it may be worth our time to briefly analyze their pros and cons, starting with Armory. 